This is Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer, where we set the table for Christian conversations that explore the Scripture, promote prayer, and seek to edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at Greenville House of Prayer. Now for today's broadcast. Well, welcome to another episode of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. My name is Curtis Carr. I am here with my two co-hosts, Joseph Cheatham and Dustin Hughes. As always, it's great to be with you guys. Good to be here as usual. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, great to be here again. Here sure. in the His Radio studio. Uh, we are glad that you are tuning in. Thanks for, for listening today. Um, we are going to spend this broadcast talking about uh, an upcoming National Day of Prayer, which mm-hmm. the National Day of Prayer is every first Thursday of May. So it'll be coming up this week on Thursday, May the 6th. And we just want to spend some time talking about uh, the National Day of Prayer, kind of the history of maybe some of that, calls to prayer as a nation, uh, and the need for prayer today in our nation, and hopefully to encourage you, our listener, to press into praying for our nation, especially over this next week. So, yeah. And we're going to spend some broadcasts, our weekly broadcasts, talking about uh, some of the specific prayer points of what we can be praying for as a nation. We're going to maybe turn into the National Week of Prayer. Right. Uh, maybe we can start a new movement. Um, <laughs> we really should be praying for our nation more than just once a once a year and once a week or you know one week out of the year. But we should make it. There seems to be so many you know national months now. There's a month for this ah, and a month for that. You, you know, That's it true. seems like every time I turn around, well, March is this month and it's also this month and it's National also this Prayer month, Awareness and... Month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the other. Today was pretzel day. So, you know, if there's pretzel day, there should be definitely a prayer day, right? Yeah, but that's not quite as good as Krispy Kreme's. I mean, they're donut. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. Pretzel day. Dressed like a cow day for Chick fil A. (laughs) Well, that is a huge, especially among our circles. So, we now officially (laughs) coordinate the month of May as the national month of prayer (laughs) for our nation. We should start a petition. Can somebody get the president to sign a petition? But for now, we just start with the week, right? We got a week of shows. That's what we want to do. And and I think it's important um, to just talk about it because it brings it to mind. I mean, we have a prayer ministry, right? Yeah. And and I think a lot of the value of it is just reminding people, oh, yeah, we should pray. I mean, it's good for me to have something on the calendar, um, even, even in our own lives, just to say, okay, this is time set aside to pray and just to bring that to mind because what's most important in all our lives has to be how, you know, the, the great Tozer quote is how we think about God, right? Mm-hmm. Our relationship with God is and ought to be priority for us to live healthy and good lives. And so just reminding ourselves, reminding each other to pray, you can't do it better than putting it on the calendar. And here's the national day of prayer, right? Yeah. Something on the calendar. And there's power when there's you know, millions of people potentially that are praying in agreement mm-hmm. on the same day for the same things. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's a blessing on that in our agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and as far as things on the calendar, I will just throw out, you know, we pray for this regularly with the Greenville House of Prayer. We pray for our nation. We pray for some of these topics that they've highlighted. The National Day of Prayer Task Force has highlighted, you know, whether it be our government officials, the family, um, local churches, 
business, media, education, those pillars of society, they've highlighted those. But we keep those in our rotation and, and prayer at our gatherings, at our Greenville House of Prayer gatherings. So we'd love for you to, to join us at one of those monthly gatherings. Currently, we meet on the second and fourth Friday of the month. The second Friday is at Abundant Life Church. The fourth Fridays at Outreach Church. You can find all that information um, at our website at ghopsc.org. You, and that's that's exactly right. But you know, in much the same way that our our government has declared traditions and observances for you know the uh, Memorial Day, I believe, is the I think the fourth Monday of the month of May, I believe, or something mm-hmm. like that, and Labor Day. In much the same way, the National Day of Prayer is an observance declared by our government. As a matter of fact. I have this written down. I'm not discovering from memory. <laughs> um, it was created in 1952 by a joint resolution of the United States Congress and signed into law by President Harry S. Truman. So think about like Memorial Day or Labor Day. There is a, a national observance ordinance of a national day we, of prayer. We as a nation by legislation have said this is important to us. And we're going to honor this every year. And I would you know, it's important to highlight not only that, that that happened in the 50s, but that since the beginnings of yes. our nation, which I think is what makes America unique in a, in a, compared to a lot of other nations in the history of the world, is that we were birthed with prayer, in prayer, to really the God of the Bible. You know, people want to try to argue that point, but I, I think it's hard to, to argue that based on some of the evidence that we have historically that our nation was birthed in prayer and has been sustained in prayer over the years. Um, I was trying to pull up the the number of national, there, it says here there's been 146 national calls to prayer, repentance, fasting, and thanksgiving by presidents of the United States since 1789 all the way through, this was last 2017. So, I mean, it it is supposed to, it is commonplace in our country for mm-hmm. this and we should you know appreciate so that and celebrate day of that prayer kind of comes out of that tradition which really is goes back to our founding even before our founding you could say with um the first great awakening before which occurred before our founding and so it, it is true that the um that uh the christian faith has its roots in many ways in in the ideas that are behind uh, america what became america and and what was in the minds of the founding fathers and, and yeah. the early Americans, which led to all of those declarations. And now we see in one way, there's probably other ways, but one way that manifests today is in the National Day of Prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and with it being le- le- <clears throat> through legislation passed, what was it, 1952, 1952, Dustin? 1952, yeah. And, and I, that's 50, uh, yeah. six, seven, almost 70 years now. Of, and there's of, been, just think about all the prayers that have been prayed. On our so on this nation's soil since its founding, or even before its founding, you know, the, starting with the Pilgrims and you know the the Puritans and and the establishment of our country, and and even before that, you know, what the prayers that have been prayed, um, and and the some historians believe that you know our Constitution was came it came to be through an answer to prayer, mm-hmm. you know, and you can research this up. I, I like the wall builders, David Barton and wall builders. They do a good job of uh, pulling this out. But it, during the Constitutional Convention, uh, Benjamin Franklin, who's often seen as maybe the least religious of all of our founding fathers, he, people, they were arguing over the Constitution and what they're going to be, you know, putting in there and they couldn't come to agreement. And he basically called a timeout 
and said, wait, you know, we, let, we need to take this to prayer. And I just want to read this quote that, that comes from this, just to hear the language of what he says. And, and a lot of them are biblical truths that he's putting into language here in the middle of a constitutional convention and saying, we need to come together in prayer and God will hear our prayer and then we'll find agreement. He says this, in this situation of the assembly, Groping, as it were, in the dark to find political truth and scarce able to distinguish it when presented to us, how has it happened, sir, that we have not hitherto once thought of humbly applying to the Father of lights to illuminate our understandings? So they're arguing, can't find middle ground, can't find truth. Why haven't we humbly applied mm-hmm. in prayer to the Father of lights? That's a biblical That's a biblical uh, imagery, James, imagery right? for, think, yeah, for yeah, the Lord. He says, in the beginning of... Our contest with Great Britain, when we were sensible of danger, we had daily prayer in this room for divine protection. So they were daily praying in the midst of the revolution. Our prayers, sir, were heard, and they were graciously answered. All of us were engaged in the struggle, uh, and we must have observed frequent instances of superintending providence in our favor. So basically the Lord moving in our favor, answering our prayer. And have we now forgotten that powerful friend? Or do we imagine we no longer need his assistance? Hmm. I have lived, sir, a long time, and the longer I live, the more convincing proofs I see of this truth, that God governs in the affairs of man. And if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, that's that's Jesus, Jesus, he's quoting Jesus, yeah. yeah. Is it probable that an empire can rise without his aid? We have been assured, sir, in the sacred writings that except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. And that's the Psalms. I firmly believe this, and I also believe that without his concurring aid, we shall succeed in this political building no better than the builders of Babel. I therefore beg leave to move that henceforth prayers, imploring the assistance, in, imploring the assistance of heaven and its blessing on our deliberations be held in this assembly every morning before we proceed to business. So he basically calls a timeout in the midst of this this constitutional convention saying, hey, we're not finding any middle ground here. This is not producing fruit. Uh, have we forgotten that we need to pray? And mm-hmm. and once he did that, it was only a few weeks later that they actually came together with the Constitution, you know, from at birth out of the place of prayer. And they would attribute it to the answer to that call to prayer. So yeah. Yeah. from the very beginning, <laughs> prayer was instrumental. Prayer to the Judeo-Christian God, I mean, all that language there is obviously pointing to the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so how much more now yeah. do we want to continue that? And I think that's a good illustration for why, and it's one of maybe many reasons that could be put forth that explain why people see our nation as being unique yeah. or exceptional, which many people kind of push back against that language, you know. But I think in this way, in many ways, we are unique in that our founding kind of came from this dependence upon God. And and it's I, and I also think it's for this reason that a lot of times, and, and even for the National Day of Prayer, people look to comparing America with the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. And we see in, um, in the scriptures that Israel, it was not perfect by any means. Um, they, they failed many times, just like America has failed many times. And so um, just because we're unique or because we've began by seeking God doesn't mean that our nation has has always made the right decision. Many times we've made bad decisions as a nation in our history, if we study our history. But that doesn't mean we can't recognize this aspect, this good thing about our founding, and that we can even compare 
um, ourselves to Israel in a way that if we are unique, Israel is unique. God called out Israel. He called out Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob for yeah. a special purpose unlike any other people. And I believe God still has a, a, a destiny and a future for the, for the Jewish people. Um, yeah, Israel was the, the first nation that was founded really by divine order, right? I mean, he created, he called that nation and established that nation sovereignly. And America, it could be said, it was one of the first nations that were that were dedicated to that God, right? Mm-hmm. That was founded in dedication to that God, in service to that God, in reliance on that God. And so I think there's something significant to that and, and to continue to call on that heritage as we saying. pray for our nation is, is important, yeah. you know? But e- even during that time, there was someone who needed to step up and stand up and acknowledge our country's need for God and a yeah. need for God to move. And that's a lot, I think, of what the National Prayer can do, National Day of Prayer can do is we can join together and publicly proclaim and acknowledge our need for God in this moment and what and that anything great that is accomplished and done is not done separate from him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you're just tuning in, we are, you know, talking about the National Day of Prayer as it will be coming up uh, this coming Thursday, May the sixth. Uh, we just want to highlight the importance of this call to prayer for our nation and encourage you to engage uh, in prayer. You know, even this weekend and leading into next week, be, begin praying more for our nation. Make it a point to pray for it and look for local gatherings. There's many local gatherings that you could attend. Um, one that, that we highlight is with First Presbyterian Church downtown on that Thursday, May 6th. They're having a gathering at 630 uh, you can attend that in person. They're also going to be live streaming it on their Facebook page. Um, you can find out more information about that gathering uh, by visiting their website. I don't have the domain right in front of me, but if you Google National Day of Prayer, Greenville, South Carolina, that should pull up. Um, you can also find out more about the the national movement, National Day of Prayer Task Force, by visiting their website, which is nationaldayofprayer.org. There's a lot of um resources that can equip you in the history of the National Day of Prayer as well as what to pray currently. And we're going to spend some time in the uh, the next week talking about some of these prayer topics. So um, that's good, Curtis. Thanks for reminding us that. And, and I'll, I'll say, too, I, I noticed on the with the first prayers Greenville, it starts at 630, but they're going to have music for an hour beforehand. So I think you can ah. show up at 530, they'll have music there, which I think we love in our meetings having music and prayer together. Yeah. There's something about how God created us with music, how we respond, and I think how it prepares our hearts and minds to approach God in prayer. So you can show up even and, a, and that an website for that one is ndop slash greenville dot com. ndop slash greenville dot com. You can also Google it. But there's going to be other gatherings. You know, maybe look for gatherings in your area. Uh, or maybe you could host a gathering, you know, at your workplace. The a lot Beacon of work, a lot Spartanburg. Of, the I Beacon think, Spartanburg has one. usually has one. Mm-hmm. A lot of local businesses will will take time to to do that. But more than anything, engage maybe more in prayer for our nation in this coming week, as believers from all over this country are praying for America in unity, according to our heritage and our national decree. You know yeah. that that, that the word. Ask God for His blessing on our nation. What's cool is we're not just—you won't just be joining with uh, with millions of others across America today, but you're also reaching in time past, as we've talked about, and praying with people throughout history. I remember a little, a 
a little similar whenever we celebrated uh, Passover this year with my family. I was talking to my kids about the, the Passover celebration. I said, yeah. it, it, it's a neat thing that what we're doing, it may not look exactly alike. You know, we only took a little bit of egg. We didn't need a lot of it, you know, but what we're doing others and, uh, you know, Jewish people in different traditions have done for thousands of years in the past or something about yeah. joining with the tradition of people in the past. And yeah. the same thing could be said for the National yeah. Day of Prayer. People yeah, have been praying for years for our country, and we have the opportunity to join them with them in that. Yeah, we have the the opportunity and the responsibility. I mean, we're yep. to 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 carry that banner and and that torch for our generation. Yeah, you know, if exactly. we're not going to do it, who's going to do it? You know, like I want to be engaged with what the Lord's doing in our generation. Obviously, standing on the shoulders of those who went before us, but also encouraging those who come after us yeah, to continue to spur them on. And That's so, exactly yeah, right. we're in this huge lineage of of faith and and family. Uh, on behalf of our nation, and and Lord knows we need it in our nation today. You know, yeah. we need God's activity. One of the prayers that I think the the National Day of Prayer focuses on, and that uh, that many of us and many of you listening probably know, um, is worth looking at. I think it's Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Yeah. And one of the reasons I wanted to earlier, after Curtis, you shared about Benjamin Franklin, and and we talked about how our founding was really influenced and impacted by prayer and by dependence upon the God of the Bible. And, you know, we had the Great Awakening. Mm-hmm. There, there is something to comparing the uniqueness to our nation and our government, and, and, um, which is a connection with Israel. And I think if we look at this verse, and even though it is in context directed to the Jewish people, to Israel, I think in a way we, we, can, we can pull from that and apply it to our nation um, in a, for two reasons. A, because we are in a, in a way comparable in that uniqueness, um, uh, I guess, attribute. And then secondly, just the fact that if God would do this for Israel, surely he would do it for us. Surely, And then you can extend that further. If you're not an American, surely he would do it for yeah. your nation, you know? Mm-hmm. And so let's just read this real quick and then we can comment on it. But Second Chronicles 7.14 is Solomon praying at the dedication of the temple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is the height of Israel, you know, um, um, power and influence and glory in, in, uh, in the Old Testament. And he prays this and he says, and the Lord, I think this is the Lord's response. Uh, it is the Lord's response. He says, if um, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. And so this is such an incredible promise. If we humble ourselves, if we pray, it's a conditional statement. If we choose to do it, then he will heal our land. Then he will forgive our sins. I mean, of course, again, this is for Israel. But I think if he will do that for Israel, why won't he do it for us, you know? And, and 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 I think it's important to highlight in that context and in calling people to prayer that it he doesn't just say if you'll pray Mm -hmm. right like that's part of the equation we for sure need to pray and but we don't we don't just pray for our nation and then live as we want to live he says no you need to you need to pray you need to humble yourselves you need to turn from your wicked ways so there's some personal repentance and responsibility on how we're to to live that that is a, a prerequisite for the healing of our nation. So, you know, that's part of our, our call and our even our prayer is that as we pray that we would 
get our hearts right with God mm-hmm. in repentance. And then if there's things that are in our life that don't need to be in our life, there's wicked ways we need to turn from, to turn from those things and live as we should, seeking to live holy, set apart for God. That's when the blessing comes on our nation and on our land. And I think the church has a lot of work to do in that area. Well, and I think that's... It starts in prayer. For the National Day of Prayer, that's one of the things we pray for, is that believers, the church, would, like you said, walk in humility, seek seek the face of God with all that they are, and walk in repentance. I mean, those are the things we pray for on the National Day of Prayer. So we would encourage you to begin to, to engage with the Lord regarding, you know, this topic, uh, maybe visit these sites and, and f- try to find a local gathering to engage with other believers to pray for our nation. Maybe you're already doing that. You know, God bless you. Continue to do it. Invite others. And one thing we want to see here locally in the upstate is we would just want to see a movement of prayer uh, for our region, but also for our nation, believing God for an awakening in our nation. I mean, mm-hmm. there's issues that we're facing as a country that if we don't have revival, we're in big trouble. You know, mm-hmm. if we don't have awakening, we're in big trouble. It's it's revival or bust, you mm-hmm. know, like in, and the way that every historical revival and awakening was preceded by uh, massive movements of people uniting in prayer. Mm-hmm. And so we'll take a national day of prayer to just further proclaim that, you know, we want to do it every day and every week, but uh, we want to highlight this, this coming week as a national movement and, and ask God to Lord, see the you know see the legislation that we've the the congressional statement that we want this to be a day of prayer. Yeah. See the history, Lord, and have mercy on America, uh, and we want to invite you into that as well, our listeners. So engage with us on this. And, and I want to encourage and encouragement to myself and all of us as well. Commit to praying that His will be done for this nation. Yeah. Let's not use uh, our our prayers and God and the Bible in order to pray prayers of our own desires for how we think this yeah. nation should go in the way good. that we should look or or a definition of what we have defined as what we think a quote-unquote godly nation should be. I encourage you to seek the Lord and to truly, let's be, walk, even us who are praying and participating and leading in prayers, walk in humility to say, God, I want this nation to look the way that you want it to look. Yeah. Your will be done. Yeah. Not my will for what I think you want, but mm-hmm. truly seek God for what the na- we want hit the nation what we want the nation like according to what god wants is yeah. what i'm trying to say yeah. yeah we want to be we want to be biblically correct not yes. you know not p- politically, politically correct, correct. Or, uh, personally or personally correct. yeah, <laughs> yeah what my exactly. own desires are yeah and so you know all of us that's that chronicles passage that we would humble ourselves you know we're we're not god mm-hmm. he is pray seek his face you know get in his word learn what he's saying and then Obey what he shows you. you know? Yeah, interesting with that Benjamin Franklin quote. You know, he was a part of the arguments. He didn't say y'all need to pray so y'all can see things the way that I see things. Right? He said, "Let's pray and let's seek the divine God so we yeah. we can figure out the way He would lead us to." Yeah. There's even a humility about his approach to the call to prayer. Yeah. You know, Kurt, uh, Dustin, as you were sharing that we should, you know, as we pray, not ask for God to advance our own agendas. I was reminded of just in my reading and scripture lately of the story with David and Absalom mm-hmm. when David's son you know rises raises up this rebellion against him and leads Israel against David and David is 
evacuating the city, you know, and he could be bitter against his son. And, and there's this, um, uh, this um, guy, his name is Shimmy, if I say his name right, who um, was of, this, of the, the, the line of Saul, King Saul, and he was cursing David. Mm-hmm. He was cursing him. And people said, why don't we just kill him? Why don't we kill him? And David said, you know, he said, my son who is my own flesh is trying to take my life. How much more than this Benjamite? Leave him alone. Let him curse for the Lord has told him to. <clears throat> and it may be that, and my, my Bible's kind of torn up here, so I'm having <laughs> trouble reading it. And it's, basically it may be that the Lord will see my, um, again, my Bible's kind of torn up right there. You can see it's got a big hole yeah. right <laughs> well, there. Well, you you right. can see what I'm trying to say. I mean, David says, um, basically, maybe the Lord is teaching me something through this. Maybe he's, going to, he's trying to show me something through him. Let's not retaliate. Let me just basically repent. I think he's, yeah. he's repenting. He's weeping. He's not going to take something out on somebody else. He's just, just seeking God. Like this the is the most time expedient to seek. thing to do. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. is a time to with So extrapolate that out. As a nation, we're going through difficult times per se yes. some of us are going we well, one don't thing know i was thinking is right you're reading that story as as difficult as the times we're going through there's been a lot worse times for god's people throughout the history of humanity so you know put yeah. things in perspective with with that situation you were just referencing yeah. uh but to but to like you said to not automatically just respond but to seek the lord's will and and perspective on how to respond and why those things are happening so that we can respond correctly. And to we're not praying God to bless our nation so that we can be, you know, the super the best superpower nation in the world. We want to be a, a blessing to the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to be a light to the world. We want to export the gospel to the world. We want to, you know, export love and truth and and compassion to the world, not just be, you know, America the great exporting wickedness to the world. No, we don't want that. So, you know, we want to we want to pray to be uh, to be the the nation that God wants us to be and to be a blessing to the earth. Well, a nation set up that glorifies and illuminates Jesus. Yeah. What, what, however, we can be positioned to where we can reflect the glory of Jesus the best way possible. Yeah. That's, that's I think that's a biblical prayer. I, I would absolutely. So, you know, yeah, that would be the desire. Yeah, so join us in, in praying, uh, praying just that, but also you know getting connected to maybe a, a local gathering, a National Day of Prayer gathering. Again, the, the Day of Prayer is Thursday, May the 6th. It's always the first Thursday of the month. Uh, there's many local gatherings. There's one um, downtown Greenville in the heart of our city at First Presbyterian Church at uh, 6.30. You can come early to that. We encourage you to if you're able to join that gathering, you could also live stream it, or maybe there's another gathering in your uh, in your local community as well. Um, but Joe, will you you want to close us in in prayer? Yeah, I'd be glad to. Um, Lord, we we come to you today. We have the National Day of Prayer approaching, and and so we're just remembered to pray. We remember to to think about you and 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 to and to ask you to move on behalf of our nation. And there's much chaos, there's much wickedness, there's much darkness everywhere. But we ask for your light and your goodness and for the truth to shine in our nation. And, and, um, and I'll end by praying what David prayed as he fled in Psalm 3. He says, from the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. So Lord, we ask for your deliverance over your people in America, over our nation. And we ask for your blessing on our nation.
in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for tuning in. We ask we encourage you to, to tune in um, this coming week as well as we'll be breaking down some particular prayer focuses uh, for the National Day of Prayer and, and encouraging to pray all throughout the week. Uh, but again, thanks for joining us. Until next time, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's broadcast of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. We pray you've been encouraged and hope you'll join us next week as we continue to host Christian conversations that explore the scripture, promote prayer, and edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at the Greenville House of Prayer.